sound check, sound motherfucking check. How do you sound all the way back here? So in case you guys were ever wondering, I always do a sound check before I really get into the episode because I'm like, oh, what's it going to sound like, blah, blah, blah. And this week I decided to leave my sound check in. Um, but hello, sinners. What is up? Guys, I hope y'all are as excited as me. This is the 21st episode of the 21st century. Are you guys ready? So, <clears throat> so for this episode, if you guys are unaware, I asked my Instagram and Snapchat followers and friends to send in questions for me to answer because I'm going to be answering 21 questions for the 21st episode and my god you guys asked some out of pocket shit. I apologize in advance for sounding like a muppet. I am getting over a cold um, but I literally have no other days to record other than right now so you guys are just gonna have to deal with it. If you send in a question, I fucking love you. I received over 60 questions, um, and I'm only gonna be answering 21. However, I have saved every single question that I got, and I'm gonna be answering them over, you know, like the next couple episodes. I'll do like at the end, I'll answer questions. But it was really fucking tricky to narrow it down to just 21 for this week. I'm so fucking excited. First of all, if you have been listening to my show, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are new, hello. Welcome to the absolute shit show that is my podcast. Um, I was in the best possible way. I was so overwhelmed with the submissions that I got, um, I did not expect to have as many questions as I did, but I'm so grateful for it. Seriously, like I'm, I'm so fucking grateful for, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update. So if you listen to last week's episode, then you will know this already. If you haven't, I'm going to fill you in. <laughs> Last week's episode was on how casual sex ruined my self-esteem and in the very beginning of the episode I talked about how I am going to be trying out celibacy to, you know, number one, protect my energy, all the things, and number two, like, weed out who just wants me physically and who actually values me as a person and as um, well, haha, the day that I recorded that, I had a one night stand. <laughs> ah! Don't worry, don't worry. I'm just as mad as you guys are. I'm just as disappointed as y'all are. Um, so the one night stand that I had, I don't think this man knows I have a podcast. And therefore, will never listen to it. I really hope he doesn't. 
Um, so this man is so fucking sexy to me. Like, full fucking sleeves, tattoos, chest piece, leg pieces, like, dark features, brown hair, brown eyes. Like, this is my motherfucking shit. My roommate Haley loves when I bark when it comes to men. Madison hates it. Anyways. <laughs> I I hooked up with this man. I um I was a little disappointed because Oh, I don't even want to say this because this is gonna make me sound like such a bitch. But he um he is lacking in the size and length. Um, <laughs> if any of y'all know me, you know that I am a fucking sucker for big arms. If you got big biceps, triceps, if you got some big fucking arms, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And this man, <laughs> he's got some big arms. And I'm a fucking slut for that shit. But, um, all the tattoos and the muscles, I'm like, Ooh, you're compensating. He also has a moker, 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 moker cycle, motor cycle. I think I just had a fucking stroke. I swear to God, guys, that's happened like the last few episodes. I've just had a fucking stroke. Anyways, yeah, I, um, I literally recorded an episode on how I want to be celibate. And the exact same day, I had a one-night stand. <laughs> okay. Sound check for me. Sound check for me. Sound check <laughs> for you. <laughs> so I have an anonymous feature at the current moment. So, 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 so. The question at hand is, how do you feel about... Someone A, going down on you the first hookup, and B, you going down on them the first hookup. I personally, before hearing their explanation, <laughs> I was a hard believer in if someone doesn't go on go down on me the first time, they're a bitch. But I'm gonna let this person explain it because <laughs> After hearing their explanation, I was like, you might, you might be onto something. So, please explain your position on this matter. Okay. So, I'm strongly against both. I'm not going to allow someone to go down on me, and I'm not going down on anyone the first hookup, because that is so much more personable than just a D in the P. You're, you're... <laughs> You're both of you guys are between each other's legs. Like your face are up. In, no, no, no. Like your face are up in generals. That that's personal. That's personal. And even if a guy tries 
I'm going to pull his face back up and be like, no, no, no. <laughs> we ain't doing this, sweetie. <laughs> Is it because you're like, oh, so every one night stand and or like first time hookup, like you do this? Yeah, so you're a hoe. Okay. what you're telling me. So I texted you about this and I, I know you work a lot, so you didn't respond. So it's totally fine. But I'm going to ask you this now. So the reason why I texted you about this is because TBD, but Friday night, I have low key a dick appointment with hot firefighter. Whoa. Whoa. So him and I, I want to know, I want to know if your opinion changes based on these circumstances. Okay. Him and I have previously discussed it's just gonna be a friends with benefits very casual fuck buddies like it's not gonna progress into a you know exclusive one-on-one intimate committed relationship based on those circumstances context previous agreement do you still hold the same feelings towards going down on each other the first hookup when you've previously discussed it's just going to be strictly a friends with benefits type of quote-unquote relationship yes my feelings are still the same and I would say they're even stronger and I would even go as far to say I'm not going down on you you're not going down on me to like the third or fourth hookup okay why no I don't disagree (laughs) with you but I just, I want my listeners, I want them to hear the reasoning. I don't disagree with you. Well, I kind of yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. So why is it even stronger feelings if you, if you have previously, okay, let me clarify. Mm-hmm. What if you have previously, priorly discussed, you are going to be exclusive friends with benefits slash fuck buddies, like, It's just you for them. It's just them for you. Are your feelings changing? No. I think they're still the same. Because you, at least if you know you're going to be a friends with benefits, that's all it is. Okay. So this is the time to really test, you know, your fun things you want to do in sex and try out different things, you know, whatever. But you know you have that time to progress there. I don't know. I still, I feel like I still got to be extremely comfortable with you before I want you in between my legs and before I want my face all up in you. No, that's (laughs) fair because if you've got your face in between someone's legs and they've got their face in between yours, like that shit's fucking intimate. It is. And I think I would, if I knew, if I going, if I went into it knowing that we were just going to be exclusive friends with benefits, I know that we got time to get comfortable with each other. So you're going to so test the waters off. round yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, but what? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Since you're an anonymous guest, I feel like... Oh. I Hopefully you can answer this freely. Personally, as a woman, I think, and I feel like you'll agree with this, mm-hmm. foreplay is mad important. So important. So, absolutely. So in place of someone going down on you... Because men get rock hard very easily. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. A touch on the thigh. So, <laughs> yeah. So, as a woman, first time or first, second, third, whatever time, what is your version of foreplay that will get you, you know, wet enough to where sex penetration is not uncomfortable and or, like, 
painful. Like, it doesn't feel like sandpaper inside you. Yeah. I think, well, so I'm okay with fingering. Okay. I'm cool with that because, again, your face is not anywhere And they can still be, like, kissing you while they're doing so. So kissing, kissing my neck. Right. Kissing my other Like, their face is not, (laughs) there you go, like, sucking on a titty. Like, their face is not between your legs. Yes. So you're okay. Okay, so do all of those. Honestly, just kissing. Kiss all over me and I'll be happy. So you're okay, like, <laughs> first time. Like, even, like, sucking on a titty. Yes. Like, yes. that's about, quote unquote, as far, like, yeah. low yeah. as you'll let them go first time. Yes. I feel like that's fair. It is fair. I, I 100% think that's fair. Yep, and my, my current... Man's agrees, so I'm glad we're on the same page there. The hose (laughs) from the non hose. (laughs) The hose from the the hose from the. (laughs) I like that. That's exactly it. So I think it's just about like feeling comfortable enough to allow that to happen. Because having someone straight up, I I had someone write in. No, I'll personally get into this. But I had, I'm going to, let's see, let's, let's read what the question was. And if you have anything you'd like to add, since (laughs) it's basically, okay. How do you feel about riding someone's face slash getting eaten out and the worries about how you smell, taste, look, feel, etc.? Because if it's the first time, you're in first, second, etc., you're not letting someone down there no and i think it's for that reason because i get so caught up in my head worried Mm -hmm. and then it's just not enjoyable it's just not even fun whereas if i feel comfortable enough for you to go down there i'm just gonna enjoy it instead of worrying like oh god i just met this guy what is he gonna think about you know not that any of that matters because he's a bitch boy if you know (laughs) if he says anything i literally Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. I'm going to go into depth (laughs) at a later date on this. Well, and by a later date, I mean like 20 fucking minutes. (laughs) Um, I said, it comes down to who's going down on you, honestly. Like, are they going to be a little bitch about it and be like, ew, pussy, bye? Yeah. Are they going to be like, ooh, pussy? Like, and then I also typed out, vagina's not supposed to smell and taste like florally or like Hawaiian no. breeze. Like vagina is going to supposed to taste like vagina. Yeah. And if someone male, female, they, them, whatever is going down on you with any other type of expectations, I hate to say this, they're not sexually mature. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I think there's a very fine line for men, women, they, thems of hygiene. I think that's very important, yeah. but it's like, whether, you know, you're going down on penis genitals, vagina genitals, like, they're going to smell and taste like a vagina. They're going to smell and taste like a penis. Yeah, like exactly. They can be clean, you know, and, yeah. like, hygienic, but to a degree, like, you're putting your face down by someone's genitals. Yeah, and... Again, if I'm not comfortable enough with that person, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to be stressed out the whole time. And I don't like feeling stressed out when I should just be relaxing and enjoying. <laughs> so, this was also part of the question. What is your personal advice for someone who is worried, insecure, concerned about how they 
you know, let's just, let's just say they're a hygienic individual. Mm-hmm. How they feel, like, insecurities about how they smell, how they taste, how they look, how they feel, like, what kind of advice or input do you have for those kind of worries, concerns, insecurities, self-consciousness? It's just, it's tough. That's a tough, because it really, it comes down to the individual and what they're feeling in that moment. Mm -hmm. I I just got to go back to being comfortable with that person. I mean, again, it's the most enjoyable sex when you're comfortable and you know the person that you're with. Um, That's why I personally, I cannot do one night stands. I cannot do it. They're not enjoyable. They're not fun. I'm worried the entire time. You feel more self-conscious. You do. You do. When you, sh- you shouldn't, but you do. But you do. It's just what it comes down to. But I mean, if you're a freaking, freaking clean individual, like there's not much you can really do to control that. Vagina is supposed to smell and taste like vagina. Yeah. And if you're with a mature individual that's going down on you, they're going to like that shit regardless. Period. <laughs> That's all it is to it. No worries. <laughs> like, no judgment about, yeah. like, Summer's Eve. Like, those kind of things. Because, like, I understand it. I I completely... I understand Yep, that. yep. But at the end of the day, your vagina shouldn't smell like flowers no. or Hawaiian breeze. No. Vagina smells like vagina. And, and vagina tastes, tastes like... like vagina! <laughs> And if you're with someone who doesn't agree with that, then, like, I'm sorry. They're very sexually immature. That should be your red flag to do. Like, you're not fucking 15 (laughs) years old anymore. Like, genitals taste and smell like genitals. As they should. That's just... (laughs) And what's your answer? Okay, so I feel like this is very important to mention. The first half... Of the episode, so everything in the very beginning up until now, I was hammered <laughs> when I recorded. I kind of fucked up yesterday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to drink. I'm going to pregame this episode. I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to do my hair because I haven't like filmed an episode while recording in a while. And I know I've gotten positive feedback on that. Well, then I got too drunk. <laughs> Like, I was, I was fucking smacked. So, my reasoning behind, also, I'm so mad because I'm so excited about this episode, but I have, like, a head cold, and I still sound like a Muppet, um, because my, I need to dust my ceiling fan. Wow, that is, that is bad. (laughs) That's pretty bad. Oh, okay, okay. Any, God bless focus I think I've talked about it before I don't remember what episode but I think I'm almost positive I've talked about how we have a ghost in the house oh my god hang on okay so (laughs) I am in like the back of our house I'm in my bedroom recording I'm so fucking scared right now I don't hear it I definitely like Heard something in the front of the house and like Haley's dog, Henry, barked at it. So this might be the last episode I ever record. <laughs> oh my god, I'm actually really fucking scared. Um, But yeah, long story short, we have a ghost and... Oh my god. What is that noise? I'm so... I wish you guys could like 
feel my heart rate right now. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just going to try and record and act like I'm not moments away from like shitting, crying and throwing up and like passing out probably all literally at the same time. Let's get into this shit. Okay. All right. Question number one. What are the pros and cons of having sex with women and pros and cons of having sex with men? So, and then it was also like I had, I kind of combined a couple. How are the two different? Which do you prefer? So, sex with guys is almost more comfortable for me in the sense of like I know what I'm doing. Most of my body count is men. You know, like I fucked them before. Like, I know how to have sex with a man. So, in that area, it's a pro. Women are more foreign to me because, like, I haven't, you know, slept with that many women. I'm not as confident in, like, my skills or ability to, you know, make a woman feel good or, like, finish or, you know, all the things. And I definitely put more pressure on myself and I'm way more, like, in my head with women. And I'm like, oh, my God, like... Does she like this? Does this feel good? Am I a fucking idiot? With men, now granted, I'm literally just speaking from my experiences. Men, the sex tends to be more like physically intimate and like primal in a way. Women, it's more like emotionally intimate. So there's that as well. Men, generally, when compared to women, tend to be more selfish lovers. Um, and they... Not, not all of them. Okay, I get it. Not, not all men, Sarah. Fuck off. But they, men tend to care more about like their climax and like their orgasm. Whereas with women, like it, like it seems more so with women, like the goal of sex is for both of them to finish. And you know, that's why a lot of straight women watch lesbian porn because it's, nothing but the woman's pleasure I mean it's just it's two women I think women also are naturally just more comfortable with each other physically I mean like little girls are like when girls are friends like the hugging the hand holding like girls are just physically more affectionate sometimes so I don't know I don't know if I have a preference I think it kind of depends it varies what was your first sexual experience with a girl number two Um, so when I was in kindergarten and like first grade, I think I was actually getting girls to kiss me on the playground. Um, so my first kiss was definitely with a girl when I was like five or six years old, but my first like real experience was in a frat house bathroom with this girl. Uh, we both went down on each other (laughs) and then we came out of the bathroom acting like we didn't just, you know do that. So that was my first like experience. Number three, who would be your dream person to have on as a podcast guest? Podcast guest? Podcast podcast guest. Oh my god. Every episode, I swear to god guys, I have like a fucking stroke. I can't pick just one. Jenna Marbles because she shaped my childhood and who I am as an individual. Dolly Parton, because Dolly fucking Parton. Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. I just want to be in a fucking room with that man. I don't know why. Like, I think I just want to be his friend. 
I also just want to like humble him, but I think I would just want to be his friend. Uh, number four, how old were you when you lost your virginity slash story time? I was 16. It was the summer after sophomore year. It was with the guy I was dating at the time. Um, fuck that guy. <laughs> if you know me, you probably already know this story, but I had to Google if it counted or not. I had to Google whether or not I lost my virginity because like barely the tip kind of went in and then it like kind of did it a couple times. So I remember this girl that I was used to be friends with, I was like texting her. I was like, I don't know if it counts. Like it kind of went in, it kind of didn't. Like, did I just lose my virginity? Um, so yeah, I Googled if my first time counted. Number five, <laughs> the way this one was worded when it was sent in brought such like a joy to my soul. Best tips and tricks for giving head to men who've earned it, specifically who've earned it okay the motherfucking gluck gluck 9000 okay if you don't know you need to go listen it's like one of the early episodes like you're gonna have to fucking scroll you can also probably just search on spotify gluck gluck g-l-u-c-k repeated gluck gluck call her daddy alex cooper it's the cooper fucking special shit change the blowjob game go listen my tips and tricks don't forget about the balls, okay? Don't neglect them. Don't forget about them. Deep throat if you can. Not everyone can. And sometimes the wieners are just too fucking big. But if you can, do that shit. Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to give you guys like specifics. Before you actually like start sucking his dick, tease the fuck out of him. Like the anticipation is key here. Kiss and touch literally everywhere on his body before like actually touching his wiener so like kiss down his body start at his neck maybe nibble on his earlobe bite his lip don't kiss him don't actually kiss him bite his lip like kiss down his chest to the thighs sometimes guys are ticklish down there so be careful but just take your fucking time okay you don't need to like rush to get to the wiener but also i mean like i don't care what you do you can do that too guys should just be grateful they're getting their dick sucked anyways when you actually, like, get to his wiener, you want him so fucking wound up with, like, oh, my God, just touch it. Just touch it. Like, just suck my dick. Just suck my dick. Like, oh, my God, I can't take it anymore. And that, that, that's where you want him. That's when you've got them in, like, the palm of your fucking hand. Hover your mouth, like, just around the tip. Don't, don't put it in your mouth yet. Don't put it in your fucking mouth, okay? Like, don't. Like, make this fucking creepy. I don't know how else to say it, but, like, kind of, like, breathe a little. Like, I don't know. Don't, like, 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 hard exhale on this man's dick. But, like, just let him know that you're there. Like, you're, like, centimeters away. Like, your mouth isn't touching it, but it's right fucking there. You're just gonna barely, just gonna barely lick the tip. Just, just barely, just barely fucking lick it. Okay? Then, then, main event. You're gonna lick all up the shaft like start even like start from like the fucking balls or like the base of the shaft lick all the way up and you're gonna take that fucking wiener all the way down your throat all of it all of it you're gonna go all the way down all the way back moan moan a little or on that shit and then just go fucking crazy but it's tips and tricks the best one that i got is the fucking tease and the build up numero six how has your move to Nashville been on you and your mental health? Um, <laughs> well, right off the bat, 
if you guys listen to my fake friends and first firing episode, I lost two friends within two months of living here and my job, but fuck that job. The two friends that I lost, honestly, like looking back on it, I really don't think that they're that great of people, honestly. And I don't really think that they're that great of friends. So to be quite honest, like now that I've been able to, you know, remove myself from the situation and actually look at it, like seeing the forest through the trees, you can't kind of thing. I'm not missing anything. It's honestly their fucking loss that they lost me. Um, but at the time, you know, that was a, that wasn't fun to deal with. I'm starting to finally, I've been here, Saturday will be three months, no, February, March, four months, holy fuck, four months, and I'm starting to, like, be more comfortable, like, I start to feel, like, more happy, and, you know, I still have this thought from time to time, but when I first moved, I was like, oh my god, I made a mistake, this was wrong, like, I wasn't ready to leave, I should have just, like, stayed in North Carolina, like, I just, I didn't, make the right choice but I had outgrown Raleigh in North Carolina and if I wanted to continue to grow as a person like I I couldn't continue to grow in North Carolina and I I just have to commit you know to to being here and being the best version of myself that I I can be I will say it is hard to make friends because it seems like a lot of people are just you know visiting or in in and out of town so that's that's kind of hard number seven Worst experience sucking dick. Guys, short, sweet to the point. I had a guy fart in my face. It was actually the guy I lost my virginity to. I was like, oh, now I'm going to have fucking pink eye. Thank you for that. Um, I did not get pink eye. But yeah, worst experience sucking dick. The guy, he was sitting in a chair and um, was like lean back in it a little. So it wasn't like bare asshole to chair. I mean, it was, but it was whatever. And so I'm on my knees, like giving this guy head and he, yeah, he ripped ass right, right in my face. I had whole dick in my mouth. Yeah. Number eight. This one I loved. If you were on your deathbed, who would you want to do it with before you died and why? Okay. I have a really, really fucked up answer for this one. (laughs) In general, like a general type of person, I think I would want to do it with a married man, like with a wife and kids, like married man specifically with a family. I'm not on my deathbed, so I'm not going to do that. I do have a moral compass, guys. Um, But I think I was really thinking and I was like, why? Like, why is that what just came to my mind? I think it's the fact that like it's wrong, like it's frowned upon for obvious reasons and it's like taboo. And so I think knowing, oh my God, I'm not supposed to be doing this is what would like make it hot for me. But specifically, I'm gonna go with Miley Cyrus, Tana Mojo, Johnny Depp. Um, That might be really poor timing (laughs) right now, but I've been in love with that man since like I was born. I came out the womb in love with him. Or Johnny Sins. I don't, I'm not gonna explain myself on that one. I'm not taking any questions. I'm just gonna leave that in the universe. Number nine, what are you most afraid of in a relationship? This one hurt to think about. My biggest fear in a relationship is getting into another toxic and abusive relationship and not and not being able to leave, like staying longer than I should. You know, whether it's my insecurities or because like, you know, I'm being gaslit and brainwashed so much and I don't like what, whatever the reason is, I'm not able to walk away. And I just, I don't ever want to be in a relationship like that again. 
um, I guess, you know, my insecurities coming back out and me sabotaging it. Cause I do think I've made a lot of growth as a person, but I mean, I won't know really until I'm in another relationship. And honestly, just the thought of being one is fucking scary enough. Number 10, what do you absolutely need in life to be happy? Easy money, the freedom to make my own choices and like being able to break free of trying to be someone other people want me to be and finding my true self, like who I am. And like just having that freedom to be and find out who I want to be. But friends that I can truly, truly count on, like I don't care what time of day or night it is, where in the world we are, that they would drop everything for me and vice versa. Like that I can count on our true ride or dies. That kind of bond is so fucking special. Numero 11. Does size matter to you? I feel like I'm supposed to say no, but the answer is yes and no. The whole saying, like, it's not about the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. It's true to a point, but at a certain point, you can't really make that much motion in the ocean with a small boat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I definitely have, like, it crosses my mind when I see a small wiener and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, that's it? I would be lying if I said that's never crossed my mind. But I'm not going to, like judge it like based off the size maybe they're really good at fingering maybe they're really good at oral maybe they do know how to use it I don't know maybe like they can make up for it in some way shape or form I'm still gonna give you a fucking chance but like I would be lying if I said it doesn't matter and that's not even if it's too small if it's too fucking big I'm like oh fuck like that's gonna be hitting my cervix every fucking stroke and that doesn't feel good either so yes size does matter to me Number 12, where's the craziest place you've had sex slash where else would you want to do it? Uh, in a car, in the strip club parking lot, or in the public men's room at an outlet mall in Boone, North Carolina. Um, I definitely have done it somewhere crazier, but I will never, I will never tell that story ever in my fucking life. I'm taking that one to the grave. I would like to be in the Mile High Club. I don't know why, but I'd want to do it in a car wash. I don't know. I don't know. I have a thing for like public spaces, but not like fucking in the middle of a park, wide open space public. But it's like, oh my God. Once again, it's like the married man thing. Like we're not supposed to do this here, but like we're going to and we could get caught. Like, I don't know. Shit's hot to me. Don't judge. Number 13, no sex in any form for a year or no alcohol for a year. I'm assuming this includes masturbating or like self-pleasure. So I'm going to go with no alcohol for a year. Easy. Okay. (laughs) Number 15, number 14. I don't know. I'm backwards. Weirdest sex you've ever had. I, okay, a couple times. I made a guy watch all of Queen's Live Aid performance before fucking me. Also, I'm going to like combine weirdest sex I've had, worst sexual experience, and weirdest thing someone has told me during sex. Like, even though those are three, we're going to answer it right now. So in high school, I was going to go fuck this guy, but we were going to do it in my car. So obviously I had to lay my car seats down, but I had so much fucking shit in the back of my car because I always do. And I was at one of my best friend's house. So we're like 17 years old on the fucking street, taking everything that was in the back of my car and putting it in the back of hers. And then I borrowed blankets, laid my seats down, went and fucked this guy, came back and put everything from her car back in my car and, you know, just called it a fucking day. I had to climb through a guy's window, window dude, if you're listening, the sex actually wasn't terrible, but I had to climb through his window, like had to put my feet in his hands to get up. I had to be lifted so I could unlock his door because he um, left his keys. I'm actually going to tell this story another time, but um, my best friend kind of pimped me out to go fuck this guy so he could leave and she could fuck the guy that she actually wanted to. Um, 
and I blacked out. I was like so committed to the plan and I sobered up and I'm riding this man and I got a finger in my butt. Um, I will tell that story in depth at another point. Haha! <laughs> Trigger warning real quick, real quick. Uh, I have a really dark, fucked up sense of humor. If no one has noticed by now, you have not been paying attention. Worst sexual experience. Um, I literally, I have a Google Doc with all of this. I literally typed out, probably being raped, lol. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny, is it? It's, it's rather serious. It's not, it's not funny. I actually just found that TikTok sound, so we're going to listen to it together if no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, but it's not funny. At the end of the day, is it? It's serious. <laughs> okay, but like, it's, it's a little bit funny. Yeah, it's not funny, but that's definitely probably the worst. Um, but <laughs> besides that, um, this guy put his music, um, on shuffle while we were fucking and it was nothing but Kanye West and the Grateful Dead. No hate, but that, that's, that's it. He also had the ugliest fuck face I've ever seen. I made him put me on my stomach and fuck me from behind so I could bury my face in the pillow because I was trying so hard not to laugh. Um, I fucked a guy on a, f on a, on the floor one time and I got mad carpet burn. I tried to fuck my ex in an Eno. Didn't really work. So we just went down on each other. Um, it was really fucking hot. And by, I don't mean like hot as in like, oh my God. I mean hot as in like, uh, we were sweating fucking bullets. Weirdest thing someone has told you during sex. Honestly, surprisingly, I feel like I haven't really had like weird things said to me. But I did have a guy right after he finished he goes uh so did you come i said if you ever have to ask a woman that question the answer is fuck no get out of my house but that's about all i got for you guys 15 most interesting situation you've gotten into while drunk um i was almost human trafficked in new orleans <laughs> that was weird but i the first night i ever met one of my best friend's boyfriends i was really fucking drunk i was high on cocaine and i kind of accidentally drank a full thing of molly water um, I'm not encouraging drug use, but that was the best high I've ever had in my entire fucking life. We went skinny dipping in her apartment complex pool. I'm like full, full, full nude. Well, no, I think I had underwear on whatever, but this is the first night I'm meeting her boyfriend and I'm high as fuck. Like I'm just rolling like a motherfucker. And if you've ever been on Molly in, in a body of water, I know that's like a really specific niche. I almost had an orgasm in that pool. It was like the greatest sensory feeling I've ever felt in my entire fucking life. 10 out of 10. Don't do drugs though. 16. How to tell a man you're dating your bi without him sexualizing it. It comes down to how mature your partner is. I don't know if it goes through every guy's mind, but I feel like a lot of them, if their girlfriend tells them they're bi, they're naturally going to think, oh my God, like we can have threesomes. Like I just feel like that fantasy like is going to come to the forefront of their mind or the opposite end. They could feel like hella insecure and like feel threatened by your sexuality that you're going to cheat on them because you have more options and like it's easier for you to cheat, which is bullshit because cheating has nothing to do with being bisexual. It has everything to do with the character of you. I think you definitely need to prepare yourself for the possibility of them sexualizing it. Like that's your role in the dice. It could just happen. It's the stigma around it. But also not saying this to be an asshole. What's the point? Like, what's the point of telling them? What do you actually gain from it? Like, do you think it'll make you feel better? You think it's necessary for like the health and wellness of your relationship? That's something that you need to ask and answer on your own time. Um, but if you do decide to tell them, it's kind of one of those like, 
every single guy I've ever told that I'm bisexual has either been really insecure or has been like really mad at me that I won't have a threesome with another girl. So you, there's that. What's your opinion on hooking up with an ex number 17? So I actually recorded an entire fucking episode on this with my friend Gabby, but the audio is really shitty. So we're going to have to re-record it. Uh, this is going to be a whole episode. Long story short, it matters on like why you're doing it. It totally depends. Like, are you trying to get them back? Or are you just bored and horny and they're a good fuck? Like, if you're not over them, you're setting yourself up to get hurt even more. Is it just sex or are there feelings there? Because if there's feelings there, you're going to get hurt. And you need to go into it knowing that, like, feelings could come back or come back up or whatever. And you could get hurt all over again and you're taking that risk. Like, just know that. Just know. I've definitely fucked an ex more than once. That's going to be an episode. (laughs) Number 18. What do you think are the most common sex positions for the first date? I'm going to go with probably doggy or missionary. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Number 19, thoughts on masochism, specifically knife and gunplay. You guys are fucking psychos and I love it. I love everyone that listens to this show more than I can possibly put into fucking words. (laughs) I'm going to expose myself. I'm all for it, to be quite honest. I'm all for that. It, for the love of God, is fucking crucial for you to have a safe word in place. And my safe word's always just been safe word because I can't ever remember anything else. Feel free to borrow that. You also need to have a conversation prior to what, whether it's knife play, gun play, whips, spanking, being hit in the face, like whatever, choking, literally whatever it is. Y'all need to have a safe word and you need to discuss boundaries previously because prior, whatever. Talk about shit before you do it because it's really easy to take things too far. Like, for example, let's say, I don't know, um, smacking like across the face or even spanking. Like you could hit them way harder than you realize you did or that it was too hard for them. Like you got to be able to discuss boundaries and you got to have a safe word in place. Number one, I like it rough. (laughs) Like, I like to be hit in the face, not, like, closed fist to rock my shit. But I want to be in the control of it. Like, like I want them to start out, like, with a gentle hit. And, like, I can tell them, like, oh, you can hit harder. Or, like, that's good. That's, like, right there. And I think it's really important that if you're the one inflicting, quote-unquote, pain, or you're, like, the dominant one in that situation, you have to let the other person that's, you know, taking it, be in full control. Because that's, I mean, I know a lot of masochists want to be fucking hurt. Like, that's almost the point. But everyone's got a line. Like, everyone has their limit. You gotta talk about it beforehand. And if you're gonna be trying shit out with someone, like, make sure you trust them. Because if you're fucking someone and shit gets taken too far, you gotta be able to trust them that if you say, safe word, pineapple, stop, like, whatever it is, they're gonna immediately fucking stop. Okay, great. Um, one of my best friends is a fucking psychopath and someone asked her one time, how rough do you like it? Her response, I swear to God, was honestly, honestly, just throw a desk at me, like throw a desk at my face, just break my arm. She said that the first time she got hit, she got hit so hard, her ears were fucking ringing. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, it's funny. Um, the thing about knife and gunplay is I think it's so thrilling because it's like your adrenaline is so fucking high. Like 
with a knife play, whether it's held to your throat, ran down your body, ran down your back, chest, stomach, like whatever. It's like, oh my God, like they could cut me. Like I, I could have blood drawn, but like, I don't know. And with gunplay, it's like the same thing. It's like the danger, the danger of it. But for the love of fucking God, if you are going to do anything gunplay, like having a gun in your mouth while you're getting fucked, like having one held to your head, for the love of God, for the love of fucking God, please make sure the magazine is empty. It is fucking unloaded. Check the fucking chamber for another bullet. Like, and I know some of you might be like, but Sarah, that like takes away the fucking thrill. Like I want to rush in roulette this shit. Okay. Well, I fucking don't. Okay. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Sometimes I do, but I don't want to die like that. Okay. That's, that's not on my acceptable list of ways for me to fucking die. Okay. But you gotta, you gotta be fucking safe with shit because like when, when it's any kind of like masochist, sadist, anything like that, it's so much more enjoyable when both parties or however many people are involved are comfortable and like they trust their partner not to take it too far. And if, you know, they do happen to take it too far, they trust them if they're like, hey, whoa, 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 safe word, safe word, Madagascar, pineapple, whatever. It's going to stop like right fucking there. It's done. It's over. I don't know. I don't know what number I'm on, but I'm just going to answer these last ones. What's your favorite sex position and why? Um, I'm going to go with spooning because we can be lazy. And I like to have a little bullet vibrator on my clitty clit to help me orgasm. And it's just easy fucking access. Uh, I really, I really fucking love missionary. Uh, especially if I have a, like a leg on their shoulder, like over their fucking shoulder. Same thing. I can get my little bullet down there. I always have a great orgasm. The angle's great. I like if I'm on my stomach, like, pillow under my hips, and they're hitting it from the back because, like, I can get my hair pulled. Uh, or in a fucking chair, guys. If, oh, like, you're straddling them. There's something about that angle that is, oh, fuck. It's good. It is good. What is something you never expected to enjoy in bed until you tried it and now you have to have it? Being degraded. Straight up. Like, being called a slut being called a whore, being smacked in the face. Like, I want to feel so fucking disrespected. (laughs) I don't want to fuck someone who's nice to me. But once again, it goes back to there's already a safe word in place. Like, they know my boundaries. They know my limits. Like, I'm comfortable with them. I trust them. Like, the whole fucking thing. But honestly, like, disrespect me for the love of God. Like, I don't want to feel like I have any fucking rights as a human being or as a woman. Like, please, for the love of God, disrespect me. Okay, when is it acceptable to post your significant other on social media? Um, personally, I think this is something that people overcomplicate and overthink. I don't really think that there's such a thing as, like, an acceptable time. But, I mean, if you've only been on, like, one date with this person and you're struggling to remember their last name, it's a little weird. Like, it's a little creepy. But if there's, like, a connection, y'all have talked about being exclusive, y'all have at least had, like, that conversation, like, fuck it. Um, you also have to look at the dynamic of your relationship. Is this someone that you just see at like two in the morning and then leave? Like that's it? Or is this someone like you're establishing a relationship with? Like, I don't know. I just think that's something that people fucking overcomplicate way more than they should. Let's see. I think I've answered everything. Well, okay. I, (laughs) I have so many more questions that I think I'm just going to answer throughout other episodes, but 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the 21st episode of the 21st century. You guys are going to learn a lot about me. You guys did learn a lot about me in this fucking episode. I'm going to wrap this up because this is going to be a longer episode. Um, but I love you. I fucking love you guys. I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode because I had a fucking blast planning it and recording it. So, woo! Peace out. Bye. I never know how to end this. (laughs)